You are listening to Australia's Tax News Podcast, Tax Talks, the podcast for Australian tax professionals. Welcome to episode 27 of Tax Talks. This is Heide Robson. At the moment, BGL is the main player in the SMSF software market, holding a whopping 70% market share. That is an impressive achievement. How did this come about and where are they heading from here? I met up with Ron Lesh, the managing director of BGL, and asked him how it all began. Here's his answer. Well, BGL started as a consulting organization back in 1983, started by a guy by the name of Bruce Bushby, who unfortunately is no longer with us, and Bruce introduced a couple of partners through that. Bruce passed away in 1990, uh, 1988. So at the start, BGL was just a normal accounting... It, well, no, it was an organization helping accountants get the value out of their computer systems. That was what Bruce always was doing. He was working with... Um, a number of products at the time, uh, software products, and helping accountants either with their own systems or implementing these products for their clients. So that so was MYOB. Well, yeah, but, but pre MYOB, HiSoft, and uh, goes back a very long time. So back in the back in the early eighties, um, I knew Bruce. I'd met him a couple of times because we'd done some projects together with uh, some of our some mutual clients. So uh, uh, anyway, he passed away in nineteen eighty eight, and I came into the organization. And so at what stage was BGL in 1998? 1988. Oh, 1988. Okay, so... I came in in 1989. Oh, okay. So you came in very early. Very early, yeah. Yeah, well, Bruce passed away. Bruce had a partner. I came in with a partner or one a couple of partners, and I came in with the partners. Um, I brought the uh, corporate affairs software that we sell well, with me because I'd uh, written that while I was... Uh, uh, in a previous life, um, and we were using it so in an accounting have, firm. You have an IT background? Oh, no, I'm a chartered accountant, and I did a, a post-grad in IT uh, back, in the, back in the 80s. So part of that post-grad was, was, this, was writing some software, so that's sort of how the corporate software got started. Um, I then, uh, we, we started selling the software commercially when, uh, I suppose all the company's offices merged into the ASC back in 1991. Uh, so we started selling the, uh, asset compliance software. We started doing some arrangements with people. We started forming some partnerships, doing all sorts of things. Um, in 1995, we moved that product to Windows. Um, Windows 95 had obviously just come up. People were still using Windows 3.1, but 95 was obviously a lot more stable and we moved the product to Windows. Uh, and, uh, we got, we were getting asked to write a, uh, superannuation product because there, there was a, another product out there in the marketplace. It was very expensive. It was, what was it called? Uh, uh, it was, it was just called Superfund. It was, uh, put out by PKF in Sydney. Uh, David Smith was running that at that point in time. Anyway, so the, and he also had a product in competition to our corporate compliance product. So uh, we sort of started uh, writing a super product. We put out Simple Fund in Windows in 1997, uh, so quite early in the piece, and uh, sort of things have gone from there. I'm amazed. I didn't know that you that you joined BGL that early. Mm. BGL is basically your baby. I kind of just assumed that you had joined it when it was already big and had a no, huge market well, share. No, when, when I when I joined, there were the two partners in the business and no employees. Um, That's amazing. So yeah, we've gone from there to 
today over 120 people. So it's a, been a journey over 25, 30 years. Yeah, we've got our history cabinet there. You can see all of our history behind you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but I'm amazed that you are basically BGL. You know, you grew it from nothing to where we are, Jay. Yeah, are look, today. I've got, I, I, you say that, but I've got a very good team. Uh, I've, got, I've had a 2IC who's been with me 20 years. I've got my third in charge who's been with me 19 years. Uh, you know, I've got had people with me a very long time, um, and, and they've helped me grow the business. It's it's a propriety limited, isn't mm. it? And do you have partners, or is it...? No, or the, the main business I own the majority of. Mm. Um, some of the other businesses other people have got involvement in. I read somewhere that you have an estimated market share of 70%. Yeah, about 70% super of self-managed super funds. That's so. based on the number of super funds. Yeah, yeah. look, we, we, we know how many our competitors have got. We know how many we've got. We make an estimate that is around 100,000 not using any specialized software. So that leaves us where, where, where we sit that tells us that we've got around 70%, mm -hmm. maybe a little bit more of the market. From where we know at the moment where we're sitting with um, – over 115,000 in the cloud and about 220-odd thousand on the desktop. So we, we're, we're pretty confident those figures that's are pretty amazing. accurate. That's amazing that still so many are on the desktop. Yeah. I, I would have thought, thought a lot more had moved to the cloud. It's it's a long process. Uh, I, I look, of, of our clients in the cloud, 70% have come from the desktop, um, but it's a small percentage of, of desktop clients. We've still got almost 4,000 clients using the desktop software. So um, there's still a lot of people using it, and we're still doing development stuff for all of these latest changes. We're doing it in both the desktop and the web software. I think the SMSF software marketplace is interesting because it has you as the very dominant player. Yes. It's 70%. I mean, that's a dream market share. I don't even think Coca-Cola has 70% of the software market or anything Quite possibly, like that. It's, yeah. it's amazing. But I didn't actually know that. I had thought originally that class was the main player and you were, you know, just behind it. So when I saw that class just has such a small market share and you have this enormous 70%, I was quite, I was yeah, quite look, amazed. Yeah, um, look, I suppose the, the class have been very good at uh, promoting themselves. Um, but, you know, in, in terms of the, the incumbent and the dominant player in the marketplace without any result, any doubt yeah. it's us, um, which is also one of the reasons why our numbers now moving to the cloud are, are so good because our clients are happy with the services we've provided for them for 5, 10, 15 years, 20 years, some of them, some of them even more. Uh, and so when it came to moving to the cloud, it was an easy decision for them to say, well, we're using BGL, let's move to BGL Cloud. Yeah, but it's basically just it's you with 70% and it's class with about 10, 15%. Uh, about so? 15 to 20, something 15 around 15 to 20%. There. And then there's basically just a super, tiny... Well, Supermate, uh, AMP. Yeah, but they, they, they share a tiny 10% and that still includes the 100,000 or so that do it on an Excel spreadsheet. Correct. So it's, it's, it's a... An oligopoly, yeah. Yeah, yeah, something. Yeah. So yeah, a very interesting. Yeah, market. look, it's an interest. It's an interesting market. Um, we we're we're moving ahead in, in leaps and bounds. We've we've got, we've obviously got two products. So we've got the corporate compliance product. We also released that into the cloud now uh, in February this year. Um, we've put on over one hundred and sixty thousand companies in nine months. So the, that shift has been enormous and very very quick. And that would have been a big challenge for your support team. Well, look at the the. Do you have two separate support teams? No, one no, for we've got, no, we've got one support team. Okay, because they cover corporate. They, co they cover everything. Mm -hmm. The the migration across is pretty easy. It's actually easier to move from the CAS 
desktop to the CAS360 uh, product just because the, the there's no particular time, there's no data feeds to set up. It's really a matter of, okay, I'm going to change, push the button and let's change. Um, what is interesting with that product is over 50% of the people who have who were using that product were not clients of ours before the web product. So they were they weren't using anything for corporate compliance or they were using something else. And they went straight to the client. Mm. Yeah, so that that's been interesting. About forty eight percent have come from our desktop so far. So we've got a we've got around a million companies we think on the desktop product. And what do you see as the greatest challenge? Is it that the um, legislator will make SMSFs less and less attractive or Do you see the entrance of other players into the market, for example, Zero or MYOB moving into the SMS software mm. space? What do you see as the greatest risk or threat? Yeah, look, it's interesting. Zero and MYOB and, and probably all the others in the accounting marketplace have all got their hands full trying to do what they're doing in the cloud. And they've got a lot of other fish to fry, I think, before they worry about the products that we have. But plus, they're all business partners of ours. So uh, we, we already have integration with Zero. We'll have it with MYOB. We'll have it with Sage. We'll have it with, um, so with CCH. Much, mm. So at the moment, it's very much each place on their own field. Yeah, well, look, I think a lot of these guys have tried to be in our marketplaces before, haven't been that successful. So I've sort of said, well, you know, why, what I need to do is really look at focusing or what they need to do is focus on their main products and they've got a long way to go with those. Um, even, uh, you know, Zero, who are miles ahead of everybody else, would admit they've got a lot of stuff they want to do and it's probably more important than the stuff that we do. So I don't know if they're the, they're the greatest competitors. Maybe someone from the financial services industry coming in. Um, look, if it's a big player, you can be sure so it won't work. So combining wealth management with, with SMSF. And software mm. and whatever. But look, a few of them have thought about that and ended up partnering. Um, they found it was much more difficult than what they thought it was going to be. Um, with the way the market sits at the moment, it would be interesting if one of them came in because the majority of them probably wouldn't be our clients, the funds that would go on that sort of solution um, because we, we deal mainly with accountants and the accountants uh, may have a financial planner or may use financial planners, um, but they would have control over the accountant, over the software, and they wouldn't be looking to move to a major financial institution if somebody like that did put some, had some software in the marketplace. Other people have looked and tried to do it in the past and haven't been particularly successful. I think class mm. is covering wealth management. Or trying to, but they're, mm. they're, I think the position they're in with that product is quite difficult because they're really competing against the X-plans and the coins and the midwinters and the uh, and the platforms. So it's a much more competitive yeah, market. Yeah, much, much more competitive market space. And you need a, you really would need a product that is something totally different from what these other players are doing to be able to get into that market. And I don't think that's what Class is doing. Um, look, I haven't looked at their reported product in detail, but um, I think they're trying to replace platforms and people like that. And I don't – I wish them luck with that. But uh, uh, I just – I think they've got some pretty big competitors out there with some very deep pockets who don't want to let go of the business. So, um, so what's the greatest what's the greatest challenge for BGL going forward? Oh, look, our greatest challenge and has been for the last three years is getting our desktop clients to the web. Um, we've done that comparatively well, and as people keep saying to me, you seem to have done it much better than a lot of other people who've tried to try to do that. Um, that that's our challenge. Uh, certainly, look, we'll, we we pick up new clients, we pick up migrations from competitors, uh, we pick up all sorts of things, um, but. Our, our focus is really on moving our existing clients from desktop to web. So 
But on your to-do list, that's the number one. Number one. Oh, yeah. Number one by far. Look, we've got, obviously, there's things we've got to do in the software, and we, we release software every three weeks uh, for the super product, every week for the corporate product. So we're putting out updates with new stuff all the time, and uh, we're... We, we will keep building the products, building out the products. At some point in time, we want to release our uh, uh, our investment product as well. We think uh, we've got some features in that that accountants will really like, uh, that we can then use that as a just to help our, our accounting firm clients fill out the suite. So uh, we think there's a good opportunity there for that. And your development team is in-house? Yeah, yeah. Uh, most of it's here. Uh, we've got a uh, few in China. Uh, we've got six in China, but the rest are all in all Australia. And those six are sitting together in, in China? No, they, they, okay. they didn't want an office because uh, mm-hmm. some of the – I think – I think fewer in Shenzhen, a couple, a couple are in Quanzhou. So the Quanzhou guys didn't want to travel to Shenzhen every day and the Shenzhen guys are on different sides of town. They didn't want to we travel from one side to the other side. Mm-hmm. So we don't really want to travel. So they just work in the teams here and we've, we've got ways to, com- you know, it's not hard to communicate these yes, days. Yes, so uh, all of that's set up for them and uh, they work in the teams doing particular tasks. Mm-hmm. But, uh, that's good. So, but, but yes, the majority, the rest of the development teams are all here. Um, but where we, where we end up in the future after that, um, look, I suppose in this industry, trying to plan more than 18 months ahead is, is really, really hard. Um, I can't plan software. My, you know, my software guys tell me, um, we know what's happening in the next three weeks. We've got a pretty fair idea what's happening in the three weeks after that. But ask us three weeks after that and we're scratching because we don't know exactly what we're going to be doing and we don't want to be telling people. Mm-hmm. So we don't talk about stuff now really that's more than three or six weeks ahead as a, mm-hmm. as a result of that. And it's just, things are just changing. Certainly, we know what we've got to do over the next 12 months. And uh, as we've we've said to a number of times now, integration with all of the accounting providers is very important. So we're spending a lot of time, a lot of money, and a lot of investment on that um, and building that so that it really means for an accountant using Zero or using Sage or using CCHI firm, they have a single suite of products. So it doesn't matter. You make a change in one place, it's reflected in our products and vice versa. So that's the sort of stuff we're building at the moment that we think is the most important um, from a client's perspective. And it's the number one thing that accounting firms keep saying in every survey they're asked about what they want from their accounting suppliers. It's all about integration. So we're focused on doing that from a, from a development perspective. Welcome back. Do you remember how Ron refers to the little history cabinet in the BGN meeting room? Yeah, we've got our history cabinet there. You can see all of our history behind you. Later on, I had a closer look and was fascinated. There is a little plastic box with 30 grey discs, and on the first disc somebody wrote with a shaky hand, CAS for Windows discs. Another plastic container has a white sticker on top that has yellowed and bent with time that says, Electronic Company Registrations, Digital Signatures. And then there are small grey boxes with faded sticky tape labelled Simple Invest Discs, Simple Fund and Simple Ledger. At the end of last century, or even at the beginning of this century, these small boxes would have contained BGL's flagship products. It is amazing how things have changed. On a different matter, just some quick advice on the side. If you ever visit BGL in East Brighton, get an Uber or taxi or hire a car. Don't do what I did. 
which was taking the sky bus from Tallumeen Airport to Southern Cross, taking the tram to Flinders Street Station, taking the train to Ormond, waiting half an hour for the bus in searing heat, it felt like 45 degrees that day, and then walking to the BGL office. I'm sure you're smarter than me, working out in advance that this is not the best way to get to East Brighton. In the next episode, episode 28, Ben Simons, the barrister in Sydney, will talk about super and testamentary trusts as part of estate planning. Until then, thank you for listening. Bye for now and see you in the next episode.